0: I may not mean nothing to y'all, but
1: understand nothing was done for me, so I don't plan on stopping at all, I want it sh-
0: forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine.
1: I shut sh- down
0: in the mall, and selling an that girl, she the one for me, and I ain't even planning the call, I want it sh- forever, mine, ever, mine, Woo! And we are back right here on the number one radio business show. I'm your host, the rock star, KC Pride, right here on the real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, taking it all over the world. We got a great show for you today. Jeff, once again, I ain't at work on time, but it's all right. We ain't going to say nothing about him until he get here. and we're going to talk about him bad. <laughs> but let's uh, go ahead and get started. I got a great guest here today. We're going to be talking about heart health in your family, which is a very, very important thing. Uh, I got a wonderful guest, Dr. Monica More returning to the show from Premier Wellness Pediatrics. We will be talking about this uh, very, very shortly. I'm going to give me some health advice myself because I got some hard problems that uh, I need to take care (laughs) of. But just to go ahead and get a few announcements out of the way, if you're out in the Douglasville area, and you're trying to get that cut like I did this morning, uh, I want you all to go visit my good friends over at Studio 1211 at 6405. Road. You can call and schedule an appointment at 770 485 6772. Ask for Melvin, tell them KC Center, and you can get a free cut on me. It used to be on the real hunt. Then they start hate. <laughs> so if you're out in the Smyrna area and you're trying to get your fit on, you want to be heart healthy, ain't that right? <laughs> if you want to be heart healthy, I want you to go see uh, my good friends over at Titans. Fitness. They're a world class training facility. They have fitness programs, meal plans, uh, personal training, everything that you can think of to get your body right, get your mind right, and hopefully get you on the way to health and wellness. Uh, they are located at 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard, Southeast, and that's in Smyrna, Georgia. You can visit them online at Titans.net if you are in the area. Just Google Titans, and I promise you, they will pull up. Thank you so much. Uh, I know that's you saying over there, T and T and T bow ties joining the program. Thank y'all so much for joining us right there <coughs> on Instagram. Tell Trion does I say what's up. And uh, it's winter break. He need to come on the show this week. Also, uh, if you are a business or if you have an event coming up, school, restaurant, church, if you're a gym, if you got a wedding, or funeral, concert, barbershop, or household, <laughs> and you would like to take advantage of some free weekly mobile COVID testing, I want you to call my good friends over at West Park Wellness. Uh, they will come out and do the actual rapid test right there at your facility. This is the non-invasive saliva PCR test. Uh, results in 24 to 48 hours, and they will donate $2 to a nonprofit of your choice for each person that comes out and get tested. If you want any more information about them, you can go to westparkwellness.com. Tell them KC Pride told you so they can send me some money. (laughs) They can donate $2 for me. Uh, But, no, seriously, if you do want to get this COVID test and take advantage of it, uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m., Saturday, 9 to 5. They will come out. They have a full staff. They can take care of all these tests for you. Uh, And make sure that all the people that's working in your business or coming to your uh, church or your wedding, I I still ain't with the funerals. Don't be testing me for no COVID or no funeral, bruh. But if you want to know more information, once again, uh, just go to westparkwellness.com and let them know that you want to get testing in your area and they will get all of that stuff set up for you. In studio with me, she is returning To talk about heart health at a time that we definitely need to be talking about these type of things. Uh, Dr. Monica Moore. How are we doing today?
1: Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much, Casey, for having us on today. Thank
0: you so much for coming back and bringing this beautiful little girl (laughs) with you. So tell me a little bit about Premier Wellness uh, Pediatrics.
1: All right. So, Premier Wellness Pediatrics. It's a virtual pediatric practice. So, basically, you can see me in the comfort of your own home. We know wow. that with COVID, um, a lot of individuals are ve- feeling very uncomfortable being in a you know office setting, and so. You can be in your own home, and I can be able to take care of you um, and your family right there in the comfort of your own home. So Premier Wellness Pediatrics basically is the perfect solution to every busy family's needs, and we want to take care of the whole family.
0: Wow. Now you actually are, are doing house visits, or, or, or most of this done so this, uh, via video. It's video, right? Okay.
1: remote, right? So you're in your home, um, and so I can, you know, if it's, it's a late-night call that you need, um, especially one of the things, and we'll talk a little, a little bit about it more, is um, the weight management program. That I okay. have as well Because we want to talk about Living a whole healthy life But yeah So it is a virtual Remote practice um, In which I see Pediatric patients Wow
0: Now When you uh, Let's talk about this Because virtual medicine Just kind of started Over the last I'd say three Four years and it's really gotten big, especially during this COVID time, because I, I don't think I've been in tax to see my primary in a minute. <laughs> it's always, no, you do just do the video visit. <laughs> do, it, it used to be this, this, this feeling that, you know, doctors need to actually lay hands on you and touch the patient and this type of thing. Is the video visits, I know it's a lot more convenient and it allows you to see a lot more patients. But is that the same thing as, as actually coming in and, and being able to actually sit there and physically be with your doctor?
1: So it definitely has been a lot of changes and a lot of in, in, information that has allowed us to be able to practice medicine virtually in a better way. Okay. So I know that a lot of people may have some stigma about it, may not be used to not really physically being seen by the physician, okay. um, but we actually have a lot of modalities that we can look in the ear, we can look in the throat, wow. we can do a very thorough examination. Now clearly there are always some limitations, and so if the provider doesn't feel comfortable with the visit, we can always you know, refer you to be seen in person, and so that is that we always have that conversation, whether or not it is appropriate for a virtual platform. But there are so many things that can be taken care of. Chronic illnesses specifically can be taken care of in the virtual realm. But an acute thing that's going on definitely would need to be hands on in an in-person visit.
0: Wow. Now, this 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 whole era of COVID has has really changed everybody. And now we're starting to kind of come out of it Uh, Number one, because <laughs> I hadn't had it in my house like three, four times. <laughs> but, you know, what What are some things as we are starting to kind of uh, finally, finally calm down from all this? And it's our co-host, the real deal, Jeff Beal, finally walking in late. <laughs> <we go>, <laughs> yeah, I told you I was going to get you, brother. But no, what are some things as COVID is starting to kind of settle down? We're getting into the summer months. Everybody's so ready to get out there. What are some things that people really need to start thinking about right now as we start to get back out here, especially, you know, talking about our children?
1: Right, and it's a really good question. I think there has definitely been a lot of COVID fatigue, and a lot of people are really tired and really out ready to get out into oh, yeah. the atmosphere. Um, still want to pro- practice precautions because COVID is not gone, so you still want to make sure that you are practicing safe, you know, distancing, that you are being mindful of whether or not you're ill, mindful of where you're going to be going, but I definitely think that we definitely – It's been a lot of fatigue, and it's been almost two years that we've been doing this, and it definitely is something that we have to still stay vigilant. We still, you know, if you're symptomatic, you still need to get tested. And again, of course, you definitely make sure you want to get tested and boosted, So, I mean, vaccinated and boosted. So I do recognize that people want to do that, and so finding venues that may be outdoors, maybe larger venues, that you're still able to space out so that you can still socially interact. I think that's the biggest thing that has been missing is that social engagement that people are missing out on because of COVID.
0: I'm telling you, it feels so good. Like I, I want to go to the park. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I want to get outside, man. I'm so tired of being cold and, and shut in and all that type of stuff. Jeff, how you doing today? I want to talk. <laughs> I've been on the road since one thirty. Y'all know when it rain at all in Atlanta, the traffic gonna be bad, bro. <laughs> it's terrible, man. And
2: I see she's trying to take my job. I in, <laughs> Wait she a I-
0: minute. She already had the a new co <laughs> Yeah, she had the headphones
2: ready. She was like, "Yep, I'm
0: gonna take his slot." <laughs> <laughs> but now, joining the conversation, um, we 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 talking about you know heart health and, and being healthy, especially around around kids. And uh, you can you just elbow him because he go eat fast food every day. <laughs> I'm telling all on him, oh, did, greasy burgers, the, the French fries. All hey, did you know? Extra cheese. <laughs> did you know that fast food
2: actually gives veterans discounts? I did not know that. They need to give y'all something 20 to eat. 20% off
0: at uh, Hardee's. Now, Bird King said they <laughs> don't do that, but. Bird King said they ain't giving nobody nothing off. <laughs> $10 for impossible. And we ain't going there today. Now, <laughs> as we as we started to talk about heart health uh, in our family, because a lot of folks, especially in the black community, it, yeah. it's always that trifecta is. High blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease. And I promise you, I got all three of them. So <laughs> what are some things, uh, first of all, we need to start thinking about or start looking for a lot in our families and this type of stuff? Because seriously, it, it, it's crazy. We, we do spend a lot on COVID. We talk about COVID a lot, but it's still these same old things still killing us. Yeah. The high blood pressure, the diabetes, and the heart disease. So just kind of start for us. What are some things that we need to start thinking about in this heart health season?
1: Very good question. I think that you hit it on the head as far as it being really prevalent in the African-American population, and hereditary plays a big factor. So we talk about modifiable risk factors, and we talk about non-modifiable. So you cannot change your genetics. You cannot change your genes. That's something that you cannot change, but your lifestyle. That is the thing that we really, really, really want to focus on, making healthier choices and not believing in diets because that's not sustainable, but really making healthy habits and behaviors and modeling that behavior. So that's the thing that, you know, as, as a pediatrician that I speak to my parents on a daily basis about that we have to model the behavior that we want to emulate and our our children to emulate and so they have to see that. They have to see us making healthy choices. They have to see us prioritizing health. That is so
0: right. Because I remember I, I, I was trying to get everybody in my house on board. Let's all get healthy. Let's all start exercising. Let's all start eating right. I got so much pushback. I mean, you would not believe when nobody when nobody do that. They can't with live me. off rice cakes alone <laughs> and protein shakes. <laughs> but but no, when I actually started doing it myself, I said, okay, this is how y'all want to be fine. I'm a, I'm gonna do what I need to do. I, I became vegan and all this type of stuff. Everybody remember because I was talking about me telling me I was on something and all this other type of stuff. But. Now, I became vegan. I started drinking, you know, protein shakes, getting the water in. I stopped the Cokes. I don't drink no sodas, anything like that. And then I saw, uh, then I saw the kids starting to kind of mimic the behavior. Hey, Dad, will you get us some protein shakes? Can we do this? Can we do that? So that, that is so true. It's, it's that example, seriously. Now, what are some things as parents we need to start thinking about, especially in, in this day and age? Because kids don't go outside like they used to no more. They like to sit in front of that phone. They want to sit in front of that iPad. They want to sit in front of, you know, that computer screen and all that. You play Roblox? Yeah. yep <laughs> 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 and, and spend hours on these type of things. So, because when we was young, you know, we was outside.
2: All yeah, time.
0: I mean as soon as we had okay. to bed We gone And we ain't coming back Till the sun go down You know what I'm saying yeah. Or else we hungry But <laughs> what are some things As parents we need to start Thinking about
1: so, again, I think that behavior, again, has to be modeled. And I think doing it together, you know, making it a family affair and setting aside that time, I think we have to prioritize what's important to us. Mm-hmm. And so our family's health is extremely important to us. And so recognizing the need to do that, maybe since it's summertime, finding a summer camp that's active, you know, that the kids can get out and do things. Making, you know, a summer plan as far as it's family. every Monday and Wednesday, we're going to go after, you know, before we kind of settle down, we're going to go for a walk together. Mm-hmm. So making it something that's dedicated, that's wow. intentional, that we can do together and finding new things to have fun with. We did ice skating when the ice skating rink was here, so I think finding, you know, um, enjoyable things. Hiking is another thing. So I think yeah. exploring. ice skating is dangerous. Yeah. Okay, well,
0: I, I ice. did ice skating one time. My kids on a cruise ship. Uh oh, it is dangerous. So well, okay. you was on ice in the sea. I almost broke that my was whole left good, side. Bro. That was a, a lot right. of extra, yeah, moisture that didn't need <laughs> to be there. I whole left
2: side. <laughs> I mean, you were doing too much. <laughs> oh my it's god. I but I, I like the fact that you were saying y'all are actually doing family time and family things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that isn't. Uh, The way it used to be And then having those family conversations I remember when uh, I went to the doctor And they were asking me some hereditary questions
1: Mm -hmm. I I don't know I mean we don't talk about things like that So
2: I think that's very important. Right. It's very yeah. important.
1: And that the kids know that and they see that, you know, being able to talk, like you said, about your family history. Because that plays a huge role. Um, and then having, you know, we say, well, do auntie have this? Uncle have that? What do we have? What's in our family again? what do, but Then what can we do to change that? What yeah. What we can do? Tell me, why,
0: why is it? We, we focus so much on, heredi- on hereditary and, and, you know, what did your parents have and all this type of stuff. What 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 is one of those reasons that is so important to know? Mama had diabetes, the daddy had diabetes, and this type of stuff. And why they had to get me?
1: <laughs> because <laughs> genetics does play a factor, and those things can be passed down from 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 gene from one from one family to the next. So mm-hmm. that is truly important. So diabetes and heart disease, those things definitely do run in families. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. so you want to make sure that you're doing everything from a preventative standpoint. That hopefully that won't happen to you. That that lifestyle, that your behaviors that you're doing, you know, or if it if you do end up di- developing diabetes or high blood pressure, that you have those baseline things that you know to do to eat right to exercise so that your numbers can stay a lot more stable
0: that's right mm-hmm.
1: Joe you not oh, fir- first of all
2: <laughs> I'm with you little one oh, oh, oh. he is <laughs> not I'm gonna, gonna keep lady. calling us out <laughs> <laughs> on the air asking us questions <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Kevin <laughs> <laughs> I may have a I big don't and nobody but
0: my ex-wife coming in. And I still oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, no. Seriously, because uh, you know, when when I started thinking about being a parent, of course I'm doomed. I already got it. But <laughs> when I started thinking about my kids, you know, my my two daughters, one I'm fourteen, one I'm ten. What are some things that I can be looking for
1: mm-hmm.
0: in each in, in in them or any signs of? hey, this, this child might be having some, some issues that could be high blood pressure or it could be diabetes. She mm-hmm. could have heart disease. Mm-hmm. What are some things as parents we can start looking for?
1: So I think the most important thing is making sure that they're going to their health checks, right? Okay. So I think mm-hmm. that we do a really good job in the office setting getting those numbers, so getting your height, getting your weight, getting your blood pressure, doing the blood work, because some of those things, like I said, if it's from a genetic standpoint, it may not show up. As far as you know, just looking at the individual because mm. they may, you know, you may not know until you go, and so you don't want to make sure that every year you're going for your well visits, um, not just when it's time to get a vaccination, right? And they get all scared about that. Kevin, but you're going. Oh, are we calling Kevin out on that. One? <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, no, nah, let me tell y'all something.
0: My oldest is terrified of needles, and I'm the, always the one I got to take it for the lab work. Like, first of all, it's a 15 to 20 minute conversation in the car. (laughs) Then I just end up having to drag her into the lab. And then we gotta sit here and cry for about five minutes. I love you, baby. I ain't talking about you, See, but <laughs> putting them out there. And then, yeah, then in the door end, right? I mean, then in the end, I had to hold and let her go no get shame.
1: Well, I applaud you for taking her dad Thank because you. we Thank love seeing you. I need in a the trophy for second, that, one. right?
2: <laughs> now, when you talked about lab work, mm-hmm. I I remember one time I had a blood test that told me like mm-hmm. everything. It was like you got parasites mm-hmm. in your stomach. You mm-hmm. got
0: too much fast food.
2: First of all. You're gonna hinder our fast food sponsor. <laughs> but I we mean saw our hardest. <laughs> But I mean they was telling me stuff like you're allergic to apples and you're allergic to strawberries. Who knew? Mm. Um,
1: right, yeah. So you so there are tests that can be very, very specific to what might be going on. So, for instance, maybe I'm not sure if you had some symptoms that made you go in to get allergy testing, but that definitely is one of the tests that can be done. Um, but we're checking for making sure that they don't have any kidney disease. We're checking for cholesterol because um, I actually read a study recently that, you know, coronary artery disease is not as prevalent in our children, but one study showed that 7% of 10 to 14-year-olds did have that type of disease as usually seen in adults. Wow. Um, um, and then twice the amount if over 15 but you won't know unless you go and get the blood work. Okay. So that's we talk about a lipid panel or looking at a cholesterol which definitely plays a factor in our diet, our lifestyle can cause us to have high cholesterol. So how Ooh.
2: often should we get the like
0: I wonder full what it is blood that blood eat
2: that keep you high cholesterol. <laughs> Look,
1: is this is not a war. Know. I know
2: this is not a war against us. <laughs> should have started with. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, like there's different type of blood tests, mm-hmm. and until I had uh, the diabetes mm-hmm. specialist send right. me for that big one with everything, mm-hmm. I thought a blood test was the same. And you, you get your blood test, and that's that. Mm-hmm. How often should we go and get? I guess the different types of blood tests, and where can we go to find out the different types of blood tests to get? So uh, if, if
1: you're speaking specific for for pediatrics, so mm-hmm. you know, the test that I'm talking about is the lipid panel. So we do that less than 11. They're always getting that. And then again, at the 15 and 16 years of age. Okay. Um, It depends on other things that we may, may be looking at. There's something called the hemoglobin A1C, and it's mm-hmm. probably what you're talking yeah, about. I and so we that. can screen for whether or not someone has... Pre diabetes, or if they actually have diabetes, in what
0: what, what what is it? Folks kidding me with that pre diabetes thing. What what is actual pre diabetes? Because to me, you either got it or you don't. Because everybody I know that had pre got diabetes.
1: Well. If you make the necessary lifestyle changes, then your pre-diabetes can be reversed. And so it doesn't have to turn into diabetes. And I have been seeing an alarming increasing number of children coming in with those levels being elevated. And so that's what it's basically looking at. Between 5.7 and 6.4, that is pre-diabetes. And so those children are like on high alert that we really have to hone in on how important it is to make the necessary lifestyle changes to reverse that. Mm.
0: Now, now, when it comes to heart health, a lot of times, uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks will tell you it's a lot of the basic things. You know, making sure that you're properly hydrated, you know, making sure that you get exercise and this type of stuff. You know, tell, why is that so important, that those, those just basic things to do for yourself? And how does that affect your heart so much, like being dehydrated?
1: And I'm glad that you said that because it—and that's my goal is to provide easy tools that are sustainable. So not trying to make sure you reinvent the wheel or trying to make these long—these—a lot of a big changes— a lot okay. of small changes, mm-hmm. taking, you know, sugary drinks out of, you know, eating habits, you know, drinking more water, like you stated. Oh, yeah. The American Heart Association recommends 60 minutes of physical activity a day. That can be broken up, so you don't have to get out there and run a mile if you've never done it before. We'll just start somewhere. Just maybe walking. That's one of the things that you can do. So there's a lot of small changes that you can make that will actually have huge benefits on the long term.
2: Wow. Okay. Now, with us in our community, when you're talking about, like, heart, Mm-hmm. A lot of times we go get checkups, Mm -hmm. but we don't get like heart checkups. Are there any type of, uh, I guess you would say, scheduled checkups we should have heart specific uh, for us?
1: So definitely, uh, they are, especially if you're, if you're symptomatic, if there are certain things that you can do. You can do mm-hmm. something called an EKG, which will basically look at the, the waves, the heart waves of the heart or the electricity of the heart. Okay. You know, there's something called an echocardiogram, which basically okay. is like a ultrasound of the heart. Okay. Um, so there are certain things that you may be experiencing from a symptom some standpoint mm-hmm. that will lead the physician to order that particular test. Um. Again, that lipid test, I think I can't speak loudly enough about that because okay. that's that cholesterol. And so that can cause hardening of the arteries, and so then your, your heart is not going to pump like it's supposed to pump. So there are so many different things that we can look at that lets you know that, you know what, you have maybe predisposed Mm -hmm. to having a heart attack or having heart failure because of these things that we're finding from a laboratory standpoint or from basically from uh, the imaging as well. What
2: about a proactive one? Now, now you're saying like, let's say I'm having symptoms, but Mm -hmm. like, I just want to just go every five years just to make sure I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, in good standings. <laughs> you know, men, we as, as men, we only know about one. that they trust. And that's <laughs> and in that's your the 40s. You, I got and you. we you
1: don't want, go. Y'all, y'all want to go for you like, don't sign me <laughs> you up. You can't get it out of the blood <laughs> work, bro. Do not come at me with that. <laughs> yeah, right. But with
2: the heart, I'm sure there's, like, you should go by the time you're, let's say, 35, you should probably go get checked out or something. Are there any type of scheduling?
1: Yeah, so definitely so every year should be should definitely be going to see the physician. And then okay. as far as getting the blood work as well. And that's also based on whether or not you had some abnormalities prior to, then okay. they'll definitely make sure that they want to recheck those as well. Again okay. that strong family history would be another reason to do it. But yes, those scans can be done, you know, preventatively as well okay. to see if there's any if there's any concerns. Okay.
0: That makes wow. sense. Now Tell me this, with this day and age, you know, with so much of the the, the fitness stuff out here and, and all the watches and all this type of stuff, how accurate are, are, are a lot of the stuff? Like, even on the Apple Watch, I can put my finger on here and I can test my... uh my uh, EKG and all this type of stuff. How accurate are those type of things? Should we be paying attention to
1: it? You pay attention to it, but I, w- I mean because you're not the physician, I don't want you to rely so- silly, so- um, solely on that. But it can alert you that maybe you're having some lows as far as your, you know, you know, so your heart rate may be going too low, your heart rate be going too fast. I'd be so going I- high. <laughs> I'd be sitting it, out of nowhere been, <laughs> to spike to like 160. <laughs> if you've been exerting yourself, then that makes sense that that would happen if you've been running or if you've been doing some type of physical activity. So I think it definitely is a tool, is a resource, but I don't want individuals to rely solely on that. Okay. So that's the reason why having a medical home is extremely important so that you can talk with your your, your physician, I'm a pediatrician, so I say that. <laughs> you can talk with your physician to say, hey, is this something that we need to be t- tracking? And for you, if that's been going on, I would start to, you know, monitor it. I would write it down. Wow. I would see what context is happening um, so that you can make sure that you get properly checked out to find out what may be going on. Wow. You know
2: French fries would bring that down, right? What the know? heart rate <laughs> is bringing you down, too, Joe. <laughs> Make sure you all right, Joe.
0: <laughs> but now, seriously, you're you you you're so right. Because I remember at, at maybe at the, the beginning or mid last year, having a lot of personal problems and stuff like that, you know, doing some things I probably shouldn't be. And went to the doctor. She said, bro, you're going to have a heart attack in two weeks. What? Yep. She said, if you don't put that bottle down, <laughs> well, you put and the if you don't get damn, serious bro. about what you're doing, you're going to have a heart
1: attack now, in two that's weeks. That's a great one. As mm-hmm. far as, like,
2: um, stress and, I'm glad and you that. yeah, <laughs> you know, mental states, yes. how does that affect your health?
1: It affects it so much. It's one of those modifiable ones that we talk mm-hmm. about as far as one of the risk factors that we can work on. And I think identifying when you're stressed. And everybody presents differently with stress, you know, and so it's not always easy to identify. But I think that's why the self-reflection and be able to recognize your own body and what your own body does as, as, a, as, uh, as a result of stress. Mm-hmm. So you may have a heart rate that may be increased. You may have the sweaty palms. You may have the chest pain. You may have some shortness of breath. All of these things can be symptoms of stress. And so I think recognizing mm-hmm. that stress plays a huge factor in heart disease and one of the things that you definitely want to be able to modify. Okay. And then taking the necessary steps to de-stress. You know, wow. exercise is a great form of stress relief. Uh, what is one of the things that we I do? I de-stress really? my life. <laughs> <laughs> what is one Look. of the things that we do?
0: some exercises.
1: And what do we do in the morning? In the morning... Um, what do we do in the On the morning? On the mat. We do yoga. Wow! wow. <laughs> yoga! So do we do yoga and meditation? And I, and I see mm-hmm. in her school that they're even teaching them that as far as first of all recognizing that there's so many emotions that a child has. And so oh, validating yeah. and giving credence to the fact that that is a, a, an emotion that can occur. But mm-hmm. then what am I going to do with it? You know, yeah. am I going to just explode or am I going to take some deep breaths? Wow! Or am I going to use a stress ball? Or am I going to meditate? Or am I going to count to ten? So these are all some things that you can do. Stop
0: stressing me, Kevin.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take for a tea
0: break. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, what 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 are some things that uh that we can you know kind of get with our, our children and start to do try to de-stress? Because I, I I tell you know for me personally. Uh, my, my biggest thing is working out. Well, I'm, I'm stressed out. Let me go to the gym. Let me let me push on some weights. Let me, you know, get it out I mean, that way. And even my daughters now, i it's like, hey, you take that attitude, go do some push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> get that negative energy off you. But what are some things that, number one, what are some signs and symptoms that we can look for, first of all, to mm-hmm. see that this child is really stressed versus they just don't want to clean up their room? Mm. Or Hey <laughs> <how you> th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm on putting them under shot. the Wait bus on, girl, I, need to, I need to talk to them uh-huh. Keep on it,
1: putting it, them it's under winter, the bus winter, so, winter, winter, winter. so you know winter, it, it, winter. Winter.
0: They're not on break <laughs> No they're out on break today <laughs> And they got the room clean now But Now, what are some signs and symptoms, what are some things that we can actually be seeing in our children that say, all right, this child might be a little bit too stressed or it might be a little bit too much going on with them?
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, So one of the things that you might see uh, an individual experience with stress, again, like I said, they might start having some physical symptoms. So they may have headache, they may be having chest pain, they may have shortness of breath, abdominal pain, and kind of really getting in and honing in, okay, what is this? Is it really something, you know, is it something that we need to to address? And so Mm -hmm. the other thing is they may start to be angry a lot, you know, start to act out, start to really, you know, be very, very tearful and not being able to um, calm down very easily that can do that. They might avoid, may avoid things um, because they know that that situation may be stressful to them and they may not want to go to school because there's something going on at school that is a trigger. So they might be getting bullied or they may be having some academic challenges Mm -hmm. that is really causing them to have the stress, but it might present itself as a headache. Or some stomach pain. And they are avoiding school because school is the trigger. So I think being able to identify that your children are having them, like you said, we don't sit down and have dinner together, but that's an option. a great opportunity to sit down and say, well, how was your day? Or Mm -hmm. what is going on? Or are there any things going on that, you know, that we need to talk about? Or I noticed that you kind of haven't been yourself lately um, and having an open door policy that they can talk with you, you know, without feeling that they're going to be judged, without feeling that they're going to be a point of finger, like something's wrong with you. But I know as a parent, I'm concerned and I've seen some things and I want to be able to help you thrive and be your best in everything that you do.
0: Mm. No, I tell mine all the time. You got a right to feel however you feel. Seriously, it's what you do about it (laughs) that gets you in trouble, not how you feel. You won't keep stressing me, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, seriously. Now, it is uh, 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 the uh, American Heart Month, right? It is. So, uh, thinking about that, what are some things that we should be doing for awareness for this month?
1: One of the things um, that I will um, shout my little one out that's here, so being able to give back. um, There's something called the Kids Heart Challenge, the American Heart Association. It's really raising awareness about heart disease Mm -hmm. and um, um, allowing for us to pour back and give donation-wise to um, help research for those that are dealing with uh, heart disease and also raising awareness just about heart disease in and of itself. And so one of the things that I believe in, like I said before, is planting those seeds and being able to recognize the need to be be a servant, and so her school has a heart challenge, and we are so happy that um, she would like to tell you that she's number one in the school (laughs) for raising money. A champion! um, But the most important thing is that that money is going to go to research. Mm -hmm. That money is going to go to help individuals that have heart disease, and so it's so important that the awareness is there. Mm -hmm. It's so important that we recognize that it may not be your family that needs the help, but some family is out there that's dealing with heart disease, and so we want to make sure that the lifestyle changes that need to occur around Right now that they do occur so that your child is not going to be one with later on as an adult, as an adolescent, um, that is having to be on high blood pressure medicine because of some of the changes that um, that we needed to make early on in life. pressure, Man, you know, <laughs> I've got 90. low blood pressure. <laughs> you got low. Br- I got I low. Blood blood I
2: got low pr- no, it's crazy, man. It was like you got low blood pressure. You got high sugar and low blood
0: pressure. You too calm. (laughs) See, I be irate all the time. My blood pressure be way up here. (laughs) You too too calm. But my blood sugar be low. It drop. It drop every time. That is wild. But uh, some, some other things that we can do, some fun things that we can start doing with our kids yeah. to make sure that, you know, they are being healthy. It, it's a nice, pretty day. What are, mm-hmm. what are some good activities for the heart jump. that we can get out here and do?
1: Good question. Good question. We love to jump rope. We have jump rope <laughs> challenges all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we're going to bring out our jump rope. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember hopscotch. I mean, you get out there with your chalk and do oh, yeah. that. Getting on the bike. Kids just don't ride their bikes. No. Just do they do the motorized thing? No, yeah, we need the to get it with a ride. Right, we need to get right? on that bike. We need to get on those skates. Wear your helmet, of course. As a pediatrician, <laughs> to make sure that the safety is important. We um, had really, helmets when I was little, <laughs> and you still. hear <laughs> But no, it's really important that we get out there. You know, vitamin mm. D. All a lot of my children are coming in with low vitamin D levels. Why? Mm. They're not getting from the sun, yep. right? Yeah. They in the house yeah. on the video game. So really, getting out there, finding some things that you can that you can do from an act, active standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it doesn't have to be you know something you know big. It could be walking. You know, it can be going for a hike. It, be, it can be going on a scavenger hunt in the neighborhood okay. and say, hey, you know what? Let's go around the neighborhood and find these different flowers or find different things. So making it fun. Mm -hmm. Making it engaging, but setting a time, intentional time that we're going to do this as a family unit to make sure that we get active because movement really is medicine Mm -hmm. and it really does help. Once again, we are listening
0: to Dr. Monica Moore from Premier Wellness Pediatrics. If anybody wants to get in contact with you or if anybody wants to schedule an appointment with you online, how can folks get in contact with you?
1: Thank you so very much for that. You can find me at www.premierwellnesspediatrics.com. That is www.premierpediatrics, um, I'm sorry, www.premierwellnesspediatrics.com. And you can schedule a discovery call with me to find out what things that we can do to help make you and your family as healthy as possible.
0: All right. Great. We'll be right back uh, right after this, right here on The Real 1100 AM. i hot radio, checking in all over the world. I'm Casey Pride, the rock star. And, and I'm Mr. Marketology, stuck in traffic. The latest getting here, man, is so. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. At Align line for life, we work with attorneys across the entire metro area. We are a
2: portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 or visit us at yourfinespine.com. Transportation is provided via Uber, and we are open late so your clients can come in after work. Auto accidents, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all.
1: Message from Steve Harvey.
2: I've been thinking about this thing, right? This pandemic, it just isn't over yet. We got the vaccines, I got mine, you might have yours. And when you get that, it's kinda tempting. You wanna go to the beach, you wanna show up at the club. I'm not scolding you or nothing like that. I'm a performer. I'm tired of doing my shows with no audience. get it. But listen to this. Don't think just because you got the vaccine that you could just go crazy. We are not quite there yet. Don't let your guard down now. Just follow the current safety guidelines. Wearing your mask is the best way to get it done. I know the mask is hot. I got it. But you know what's hotter than these masks? Staying healthy. Now that's hot and that's pretty fly if you ask me. Now, we need to all keep it together, okay? This is Uncle Steve telling you, let's unite to prevent.
1: For more information, visit unite2prevent.org.
2: Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we, we are, are always on. So go to your app store and download the real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The real, real, the real. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Hot, hot! <laughs> Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage
1: them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Georgia High School Association and the Georgia Athletic Directors Association.
2: <laughs>
0: we are back right on the already business. So <laughs> real 1100 AM iHeartRadio Radio taking in all over the world. Yep. Jeff, tell us, Give us a traffic report. Traffic report.
2: Stay less stressed in traffic. We're going to talk about how you can stay less stressed in traffic. Now, while I was coming back or coming to the station, I was stuck in traffic. I left at 1 30. I got there here at what 3 10? So that's over an hour and a half of traffic. But what I've learned is you can sit there and road rage or you can sit there and meditate in your car and uh, don't fall asleep because you're going to hit somebody. But (laughs) you can be less stressed while in traffic because in traffic, I've noticed that your pressure goes up. <laughs> Your anxiety goes up, and that can't be healthy. Bro, you had to call it the worst interstate in the world. <laughs> okay, that the
0: fire bro Get so jammed. Don't try tell to get you, to bro. Atlanta, bro.
2: I left at one thirty, bro. One <laughs> thirty, an hour and a half. I know. In traffic,
0: man. In
1: Atlanta traffic.
0: What can we do about traffic, doctor? No. <laughs> but now, continue the conversation Uh once again from Premier Wellness Pediatrics. Uh, continuing se- uh, conversation about heart health today. Uh, it is American uh, Heart Month. What do we call it? Heart Month, or American Health uh, Heart Association Month. American Heart Month. Okay. <laughs> we also call this Black History Month. I don't know if anybody remember. <laughs> yeah. All everybody, y'all, y'all look up Sarah
2: Rector okay. and give us a uh, an essay on who Sarah Rector was. That's what I told the little one.
0: Okay. And then
2: she gonna act like she who couldn't is Sarah do
0: it because I don't know. <laughs> she
2: actually was one of the first black millionaires. She was twelve years old and she was worth millions of dollars bruh. Wow, she had stores stocks bonds wow, property awesome. at twelve years old during this uh right after slavery time frame
0: well, also while y'all looking that up, I want to uh y'all look up Dr Daniel Hale Williams. He is the first African American cardiologist who performed the first successful open heart surgery. yes. You just need done. to know, man cause they, don't, exactly. they
2: don't tell us in most places And if we don't look it up Now the funny part was The little one was talking about Hey, yeah, I gotta get a, I like Look, today's time Just YouTube it Don't <laughs> Google it YouTube it It's so easy to look this it's, stuff accessible. up I they giving you the spelling right. uh, you know? <laughs> They get on my nerves so bad yeah. Yeah. They
0: get on my nerves so bad They walk around with a supercomputer In their pocket They got nerd <laughs> to ask me a question About anything I mean, really
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's right there <sighs>
0: What 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 are some common things that you're seeing nowadays in pediatrics? Because medicine is changing so much, and, and just, I think TV adds a lot to what be going on, like for oh, real. Yeah. Like all this depression commercials and all this type of stuff is, are you depressed? Ooh. Are you sad? No, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> are you depressed? Are you losing sleep? <laughs> Take this pill. Side effects. Depression. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then you end up
0: on one of the pills, <laughs> then they come back with another pill for that pill. I can't. But, no, this day and age, it is so much new stuff out there and and way too much information because it, it's like every other day, these kids, they, they talking about something on TikTok and all this type of stuff, and then before they know it, they, oh, I'm depressed, and I'm this, and I'm that. There ain't nothing wrong with you, child, but... What 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 are some things that you're seeing now that's more common in pediatrics that, w- than what it used to be?
1: Yes, I definitely will say that mental health has has increased, and the information and the knowledge that we have surrounding mental health is very important. I think a lot of um inform a lot of what we're seeing is depression, and I think that we have to you know be aware of what the signs and the symptoms are. And so mm-hmm. I think that social media does sometimes play a role in um, affecting one's self-identity, their self-awareness. And so a lot of times these children are really trying to keep up with what they're seeing. They're trying to emulate what they see. And so I have seen a lot of it in my office and I see a lot of it because of COVID, I will say because of the lack of engagement and connection that a lot of children, um, Mm. very young age children are experiencing that because they're so used to being at school with their friends, engaging with them. And so when you don't have that, then you're really kind of isolated. It can lead to that and I think being very aware about what the signs and symptoms of depression which can look different in different now, age groups and in different individuals that,
0: that's what i was going to ask you at what point does it switch from i'm sad today to i'm depressed so, like at, at what what is that actual mark because you know teenagers go through a lot and they've been emotional for years okay yeah. but at what point does its normal teenage hormones and emotions go to this child is actually depressed.
1: Right. And so I think that where we go back talking about having the medical home and bringing your child to their pediatrician or to their healthcare provider because Mm -hmm. we do have some objective measures that we can determine whether or not a child truly is depressed and it's called the PHQ-9 and it's some objective measures that we can look at and they can answer the questions to really see are you really experiencing depression and are you at the point where we need to actually have you seeing a counselor, have you seen a psychiatrist. So that's again where that medical home becomes so important. But Mm -hmm. as a parent, some of the things that you might be seeing when your child is they might be um, in their room all of the time. Mm -hmm. You're having a hard time getting them coming out of the room. They want to stay in their room when family is there, when friends are there. They may not want to socialize anymore. Even trying to re-emerge into society and socialize for some of these individuals may be challenging. Mm -hmm. They may be angry all the time. And so anger sometimes is one of the signs of depression. Or they may sleep all the time, like sleeping the day away. Or Mm -hmm. insomnia, having a hard time either getting to sleep or staying asleep. Mm -hmm. They may not want to um, eat as much, so their appetite may be decreased as a result of that. Um, and sometimes they also may just not want to do Um, their normal activity so they used to cheer or if they used to play in the band they're like no I kind of don't want to do that anymore so there are a lot of things that we as parents um, and even in the school setting I think that that we have to uh, uh, recognize that it can be in different settings as well Mm -hmm. and sometimes we have we have to pay attention to it it's really um, something that is important.
2: Now I want to unpack something that you stated before Mm -hmm. that with the pandemic um, and social media a lot of the children aren't actually interacting with each other like they used to. Right. So, you know, what are some of the things you've seen in that? And how can some of these children, because I mean, before we all in the neighborhood, we all knew each other. We played with each other. So forth. Mm-hmm. before COVID or the pandemic, you know, everybody was on the phone. It was on social medias, but they still reacted with each other right. in a sense. Right. But then once the pandemic and everybody was virtual, it right. became pretty much one or two people. And mm-hmm. that's, it. You know, so how have you seen that change or you know, especially in the health of the children Mm -hmm. and how can we change it back?
1: Right. And so I think that's again something that we have to recognize that they have lost it at some point as Mm -hmm. as far as the ability to do so because they haven't been able to safely engage the way that they used to. So Mm -hmm. recognizing and having that slow emergence back into it. So maybe starting off with a smaller group of individuals. So maybe, you know, having a couple of friends over versus, you know, everyone that normally comes over so that they can slowly reemerge and slowly get back to the point where they're socializing with their friends. And so being intentional about setting up, Um, Activities for them to do that, maybe finding something where there's a small, you know, a a larger group than what they are, you know, each time it kind of incrementally can be more people around because they may have some anxiety about that, you know, they still may have some anxiety about being around a large crowd, so you want to be astute and aware that 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 might be what's hindering them, Um, but also the only way that we can face our fears is that we go out there and we actually have to conquer them that way and we have to reemerge. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was telling them kids, they was on the yard playing uh, football in the lawn and I heard one of the little kids talk about, get off his lawn. I'm like, nah, man, y'all go ahead and play, y'all. <laughs> I'm going you know? probably yeah, you like talking it. about get off yeah, the yeah,
0: lawn. Get <laughs> off my lawn! <laughs> <laughs> I just know that he's going to so say, he totally got off his line. But no, what, what, what are some things as parents, especially to those parents, you know, folks still got a lot of stigmas when it comes to mental health you know, I don't want y'all talking, I don't want y'all influencing my baby mind, or I don't want y'all putting my baby on medicine, and this type of stuff. What do you say to those parents that that are a little bit afraid of of bringing their child to the doctor, you know, using this word like, my child is depressed?
1: Right, and that may be hard, and I think there definitely is a lot of stigma as it relates to mental health and asking for the help that you need. I think that uh, we unfortunately don't do ourselves the best service because we don't talk about it. So I think having Mm -hmm. conversations, having healthy conversations about, you know, depression, about anxiety, about bipolar, about a lot of these mental health issues that our children are dealing with, mm-hmm. I think that that kind of uh, normalizes it a little bit so that they don't feel that they're the only one dealing with it. And maybe that parent might have dealt with it, you know, or hasn't but needs to deal with it and maybe saying that, you know, we'll go together, you know, as far as finding you someone because the parent may recognize that they have some untreated treated Healing and healing that needs to go on trauma. And I'm actually, you know, that's one of the things I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. right now is think, is talking about trauma in our children. I'm reading a book called What Happened to You, and okay. it's about okay. trauma and resilience and conversations that um, Oprah Winfrey and Bruce um, Perry are talking about how trauma affects us so much emotionally as well as biologically mm-hmm. and how we need to address it and how we need to have those conversations and we need to open up the conversation um, so that people don't feel that they um, are alone and that yeah. they can't get the help that they need really desperately
2: need. And that's important because a lot of our families just are like you know, uh, he's crazy because his daddy was crazy, yeah. you mm-hmm. know and don't talk about the family business and so...
0: Yeah, don't put just, the family business Yeah, you just right, w- right. grow up like hey, we, that's just how it is. Right. But, and I not
1: recognizing that we're doing a disservice.
0: But but what do those conversations look like with your child? Because a lot of times when they are depressed or, or, or it's hard to get them to talk to you and it's hard to get them to kind of open up about how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So what does that conversation look like or, or how do you start that conversation?
1: And that's good. I think it's age dependent. It kind of depends on the age of the child. So if you're talking about a young child who may have a hard time vocalizing what's going on then you may use pictorial things. You can actually mm-hmm. have them to draw. You know, draw your feelings like, you know, draw for me what you're feeling right now, you know, okay. or, mm-hmm. or draw a picture and say, Well is that you? Is that how you feel most days? And that they can better identify that emotion with something is that they may see or they may be drawing out. Mm-hmm. Um also maybe watching different shows and say, you know How do you think that person feels or have you ever felt like that person feels and what does it feel like to do that? Because, you know, they are definitely watching different things and a lot of the shows definitely kind of do talk about emotions and feelings. And I believe, you know, their reading is so important, too. So, you know, having a book about emotions and having a book that opens up and has a you can start the conversation that way. Like, you know, we just read that story about, you know, Sarah and Sarah was really feeling sad. Have you ever felt that way before? And it's okay if you have. And we're here as your family, as your parents, to kind of help you through that.
2: And if all fails, do what Kevin does: bribe them. <laughs> <laughs> let go to the mall, baby. <laughs> does that work? Is that a medical treatment? Because
0: <laughs> they put shop a mall therapy. On them. <laughs> they call it shop therapy. What I was told. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna end in depression. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> when you broke. But <laughs> uh, so we we, we cover mental health with children. A lot of the hereditary things. And then once again, you know, uh, exercise. What, what what should a daily diet look like now? Because we they've already kind of demystified the five food groups and said y'all don't necessarily have to eat all this stuff. So <laughs> what what should a healthy diet, uh, a healthy heart diet look like for our children?
1: That's a very good question. Um, one of the things that it talks it, it incorporates not just the diet but also the activity is five two one zero and I think that giving nuggets and stuff is really Easy for you to follow. So five, and that's really you the five fruits and vegetables in your in your daily diet. Okay. Um, daily eating habits. And um, two is no more than two hours of screen times. So we know our kids do way more than that. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. One hour of physical activity. So that's something you know, moderate to vig- vigorous activity. So that's running. That might be jumping rope. That might be riding the bike. And then okay. zero, really trying to limit the amount of sugary intake that they have. So like the sodas and the teas. And uh, ice creams all mm. the time. In moderation. I'm not saying that you can't. I was going to say, your right? mama no. don't let you have no, no sugar baby. No, not do that. She does. <laughs> it, she does. <laughs> it does. it's in moderation. So I don't ever take things completely out of one's lifestyle. Okay. Right? Um, But really, that plate should be colorful. Okay. Um, but the more colorful the plate is, that the more antioxidants. And we talk about trying to stay healthy and heart healthy and, you know, as far as, you know, dealing with, you know, our immune system. So it really should be colorful. Um, it should have the whole grain. So when you're looking at things, it should say whole oat a whole grain. You know, those are the is first Is bread really
0: important? Because I'm not a, a bread start. eater. You
1: need that energy, right? You need it. But it should be whole wheat bread. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whole wheat, Jeff. I don't <laughs> no,
0: even like, stop getting, don't stop like getting bread. Stop getting the
1: white what, bun. What, what's your, What do you love?
2: pasta
0: <laughs> and that's <laughs> so what got me I- in trouble I-
1: so, pasta. So, let me pasta. just talk about an alternative to pasta. It's called Zoodles. I don't know if you've ever, ever had a Zoodles before. Y'all better get with a Zoodles. So, it is a zucchini. Okay. That oh, zucchini
2: noodles. Yeah. I've heard of those. Yeah. I've had I'm those. i check that out. They, they taste like out.
0: noodles. They do. I like zucchini, for you real. Like zucchini? Yeah, yeah. They really so taste like noodles. You,
1: I, and I believe that your palate should be diverse and food should be fun. Like, it shouldn't be boring. It shouldn't be bland, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but again, talking about heart health, hypertension, I'm seeing a lot of that in the office as well. So, that little salt shaker, we need to. Set that back to the side, yeah. not have it. But cooking with herbs and
0: spices and things like and that. And no more kale, can <laughs> <see>? <laughs> mm. I can't stand the kale. I done tried to saute it. I done tried to have it in salads. Like, I, I done put I mean, it in protein. <laughs> salads I cannot do it. It tastes like dirt. It does. It. Tastes like
2: it. cardboard. I,
0: it's God. like you could go outside and grab Don't some grass off Don't the ground. I've
2: <laughs> only had one. Shout out to Kel, uh, Carla De Rosa. She's the
0: only one one's ever cooked kale. Uh-huh. Where I was like, "This is kind of good. Wow. This is really good." Let well, to going good. Going yeah. Yeah. I'm tell you, I was good. Going back, going to so tell you, I was good. Some sauteed collard greens. Nah, I do collard not greens. greens. Okay. Like sauteed though. Don't put it in there <laughs> with the juice and the ham hocks and yeah, the chicken broth and all the, that. Oh. the oxtail in there. <sighs> y'all might not do that. In that's Norfolk. what it came with. Y'all do that in Norfolk. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
2: That's what it came with. I mean, when when you pick it out the out the garden, okay, the tail comes with it. <laughs> it That's
0: does. a turnip, bro. That ain't no, <laughs> <that> ain't no <laughs> oxtail. <laughs> right. You're <switching> it up. <laughs> yeah. He from he from VA, so you oh, Okay, know. got it. Okay, I remember. They that They got different type of collards <laughs> up there. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Lord. So we, we got a healthy, colorful plate. Uh, what? What? Now uh, another big thing that we're hearing. Or another big thing that's coming up for debate: the the health of cows and red meat. Mm-hmm. Is it healthy for for children to be eating a lot of this type of stuff? Because I got some doctors who just get all over mm-hmm. cow milk and say that stuff ain't good for nobody but cows, and we shouldn't be giving it to our kids. So is 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 red meat still healthy? Because I know I had to let go of it. I can't I can't digest it no more.
1: I think one of the things, and not that everyone has to be a vegan or vegetarian, I think the most important thing is that we do have more plant-based foods in our diet. I okay. think that is one of the most important things that you can do. And one of the things you can do with a meatless Monday, like you don't have to completely get it out of your diet, but you can try it every now and again. So, you know, okay. y'all can have some cauliflower tacos on Monday night, right? All right? You know, something like that, that kind of incorporates more protein and more more plant-based foods in our diet, mm-hmm. because the more fiber, that's another we you asked me about, a heart-healthy diet, the more fiber that we... in, um, in uh, Consuming our diet is going to help with our heart. Okay, wow. so we should be getting females should be getting about twenty five grams of fiber a day, and men about thirty. And so you can get that in beans and lentils. Oatmeal is an amazing way for you to get the fiber. I do you oatmeal. In you got like oatmeal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you do those steel cut overnight or a little packet? Packet. Oh, okay. So he I'm gonna you put oxtails in <laughs> his oatmeal too. Hey, <laughs> no sugar. I, no sugar. Okay. So I want I want you to try some steel cut oatmeal overnight, and let me know how you like how it. How long does it take to cook? You can put it in a crock pot. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. If I got to do a lot of work, it ain't going to happen. No, it's
2: no again, gonna I said happen. not going to have a lot of work. I love right? me a crock pot. Yeah, that's I got right. to cook it for friend.
0: like at 30, 45 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, hey, uh, this two-minute too microwaveable work. That'd be awesome. i would be cooking the today day <laughs> <laughs> and throwing stuff in the crock pot for tomorrow, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try to make sure I cook a healthy meal for my kids every single day, for real.
1: Yeah, and you can also, I don't know if you've tried this before, pre preparing this ahead of time, right? So, you know, you may not... Cook every single night, but Sunday night can be your your night to go ahead Meal and Meal prep. Ahead. Meal prep is the thing to do. It doesn't have to be anything, like I said, rocket science. You can get your protein, you got your fruit, you got your salt, you know, because when you make it too challenging, people are not going to do it, right? You're mm-hmm. just not going to do it. You, and then it's so much easier just to go by and get oh, fast yeah. food. But that the processed foods, we've got to get less of that. It diet. ain't easy
0: to digest that stuff. <laughs> I ain't, I. Knock on wood, for real. I hadn't had no fast food, literally, in over, I think, at least three years. Exactly. The last oh, thing God, I had was, like, two McDonald's fries, and I was in my so I ain't no choice. And how'd you Woo-hoo feel? Woo-hoo okay? <laughs> for you, Kevin. I, I was feeling nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, my head hurt from these French fries. I was ate <laughs> with all this <that> salt <laughs> on who it, Jeff. for you, Kevin. <laughs>
1: but what no, about,
2: man. like, for instance, we're talking about processed food, but what about some of these foods that um, are coming aware now Mm -hmm. like for instance i go by my the grandma uh uh theory okay if it wasn't around when my grandma was (laughs) here (laughs) then what lab did they create this in you know and and how do you feel about some of you know vegan uh living and plant-based living is now trendy so, everybody puts on their package, this is plant based. This is, you know, we got plant based shrimp. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah, is, you,
1: yeah, you definitely want to read the ingredients. And I think it um, ain't plant based, it's cauliflower. Trust <laughs> <me>. <laughs> and one of the things when we talk about, like I said, I'm glad that you, you know, you're, you're, Cooking, and I think we talk about even when we're shopping in the grocery store. I always tell my families like really shop at the exterior, So you're going to be on the side with your fresh fruits and your vegetables on the other side with well, your frozen things, and that middle area, that gray area, that's where you can kind of get into trouble a lot. So I think mm. the more pl- more things you can eat out of the ground, as you might have mentioned a garden, like I think that's one of the things too. When we talk about really kind of, you know, as a family making healthier choices, planting your own garden, or wow. you know, or at least going to a garden where can find out where foods are coming from. My we, thumb we is nowhere
2: that. near green. I can't do it.
0: You didn't get it there. It. We used do to do it. No, I
2: actually killed a bamboo tree in my More house. Bro. They
0: wow. told me I overwatered it. Start out start out get you a garbage can and just throw a bunch of potatoes in there. Seriously, and then you can grow potatoes <laughs> easily. <laughs> And then tomatoes, you, know, you can put them in a, in a little plant thing and, and Dude, hang them on a vine there they'll grow right there. I up. killed a
2: bamboo. <laughs> Those things supposed to live through the apocalypse. That's <laughs> not I, I was right. Yeah, I killed it. I was like, how can you kill a bamboo? You're a murderer. You He's a murderer. They they say they say say that that yeah,
1: don't let that stop Yeah, they said I watered it Yeah, don't let that Try something else. Then. It might not be <laughs> your thing. It might not be your
0: thing. Well, once again, we uh, definitely thank you for stopping by today and giving us all this great information on how to keep our kids healthy and even help keep Jeff healthy i he work need to work on it, man. We gonna, I'm getting that, back to cooking myself, for you for 20, bro. It's got to start, gotta start yeah. somewhere, right? I used to cook. It, okay. No, it's hard when with it's home just you. Chef. I get it.
2: No, nah, I used it, to cook for myself with that home chef mm, thing. Really? Prepared mm-hmm. meals, they come already pre-packed. Right. What yeah. happened? Life? I, life happened. I moved okay. and, yeah. It, okay. I need yeah. to get back to it. We're going to get back to it,
1: right? You got to love yourself, Jeff.
2: Love yourself, And when she said the five, the five, what was it? Five, two, three.
1: One zero zero, uh-huh. and she
2: said, I'm about to give y'all some nuggets. First thing came to oh. mind was Chick fil A. I was like, Yeah, them Chick fil A nuggets. Are well, pretty if y'all want to <laughs> catch some heart health advice, catch the
0: restream tonight at 10 a.m. We'll also restream this again tomorrow at 8 a.m. Also, everybody stay tuned with the number one rated business show because we're becoming the number one rated morning show next week. Ah. Next week, we go yeah. to 10 a.m.
2: And don't listen to me when it comes
0: to your health. <laughs> do not listen to Jeff for health advice. But do listen to us for business advice uh, from here on out. <laughs> right on the road, 1100 AM. iHeart Radio taking in all over the world. We'll see y'all tomorrow at 3.